and welcome to Lapsed Gamer Radio. I am your host for today, Adam Ducker, and for a very special playlist episode, today I am joined by Andy Piddy and a very, very, very special guest, the man that keeps us all cosy and not being lonely at night time is Colm Sheridan. How are you doing, guys? Potatoes. Hello. How's it going, lads? How is it going? Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you may be. As my intro kind of alluded to, we're talking about not being alone and being kept comfortable at night time. The game we're going to cover today is Never Alone. Never Alone is a puzzle platformer developed by Upper One Studios, who were the first indigenously owned video game studio in the USA. Uh, they are a tribal non-profit, and they're based in Alaska. Uh, Never Alone tells the story of a young girl called Nuna and the arctic fox that befriends her the player guides the pair through a variety of environments using each other's skills to traverse landscapes the game has does feature local co-op where each player controls one of the two characters another notable and in my opinion fantastic addition is the documentary style movie shorts that act as the game's collectibles and they show insight into the culture of the Inuits and they're quite educational so we've all played this game, some of us more than others. So kind of like, we just want to talk about how we came to find the game, how many times we've played it and stuff. So Colm, do you want to go first? Yes. Uh, as far as I remember, you know me, Adam and Andy, memory is not one of my uh, strong points, but I've played this on several <laughs> consoles. Uh, from what I remember, I played it on the Xbox 360 at the time it came out, there was a lot of buzz about it. There was a lot of people, there was a lot of positive reviews about it. So there was a lot of people saying, you know, you need to play this game. So I, as you know, I do what I'm told and I think I picked it up at a later stage in a sale. Yes, I wasn't disappointed. So much so that when it came on the iPad, I downloaded it again a couple of months ago and played it all over again, which is the good thing about not having much of a memory because you remember feck all and it's like playing the game from start to finish all over like again. Like it's brand new. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's it's very it's very well done. It's lovely art style about it, and the, you play as you say a girl, and you've got a little foxy friend, and uh, yeah, it's 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 very well done. Even the controls are very good, well done on the iPad, which I yeah. Had. I was going to ask that. So you don't notice much difference? Like it's not like it controls bad or anything. Um, I used a controller because I have a con- one of them controllers for the iPad oh, as well. Okay. So cool. it played it very well. So, yeah. Okay. So cool. that was good. Yeah. I don't know touch controls like. I think that's one of the issues. I didn't actually try out the touch controls. There's, there's very few games I'll actually play the touch, with the touch controls on. So, hence, that's why I got this controller, which is okay. probably. I'm not even sure if it still works because it was uh, one of them, what you call it, controls. Uh, the one that closed down there a couple of months ago. Mad Cats? Mad Cats, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure it still plays. Um, no worries. Andy, how did you, how recently did you play the game and how did you come across it? Um, I heard about it a few years ago and then um, when it first released, it was like, looked interesting. And then, um, so it was a big song and dance about it, wasn't it? It was about like the first um, cultural story and I didn't pick it up, but it was given away on PS Plus a couple of years ago and I completed it yesterday. So yeah, we should point out it's a pretty short game. Yeah. Five hours would be like a max top if you were trying to 100% it, but it can be done in a lot less if you were rushing. Yeah. 
Um, you kind of lose. We'll get onto it soon. But you're kind of losing something if you rush it. I think. So I played it. It went on sale back end of last year on the Xbox One. So I picked it up for like three three dollars, and he said pounds then, um, <laughs> and played it all through in pretty in two sittings over the course of the weekend. Loved every minute. Thing that drew me to it was I'm always one for as I've talked about on other shows like different ways of telling stories and stuff, and this was. Kind of, we've had a lot of these narrative games that are like first person, like Gone Home, things like that. And this was a bit different in that it was a puzzle platformer with a trying to tell a quite uh, educational, like to educate you and quite a emotional story, which was different. Um, so I was interested from that point of view. And then the fact that it's made by this indigenously owned company is kind of fascinating because, especially living in Canada and stuff, I've learned a bit more about this like indigenous lifestyle and stuff and how people that are indigenous still to this day are kind of marginalized in society and don't have a lot going for them in some respects so it's kind of almost like a feel-good story that they had this opportunity and that they were able to like publish a game and get it on pretty much every platform i mean it came out on on my list i got pc ps4 ps3 wii u xbox one and then ipad as well it may also be on android yeah, so that's what brought me to it. So next up, we're just going to kind of go through the story a little bit, almost like piece by piece. Andy, you're going to have the best memory of a lot of this. <laughs> I guess there's, the game opens with a blizzard. Yeah. And that kind of destroys uh, Nuna's village. And then there's the man that takes somebody away or something. It just starts off with, um, with a little girl, and it starts off with the proper Inuit in your pick type drawings doesn't it because it changes on the cutscenes. Yeah. you've got the narrative being uh, in an original um in your pick um language with the subtitles being on yeah i think it's really effective and yeah there's a blizzard the main the main plot of the story is that noon of a girl is trying to solve where this blizzard is coming from and then it sort of goes from the graphic style of what you play the main most of the game in onto certain cutscenes into the original in your pick artwork, which is black, isn't it? And the drawings are done in um, a very traditional manner. As do something like if you see a rock painting of the of cavemen, what we used to do, it's done in that type of yeah. style. Um, reminded me a lot of um, Apophenon, what I played last year when that game had been done in the style of the ancient Greeks. That's essentially the story, and as it continues, that's a prologue. You are chased by a polar bear, aren't you? Yeah, and you're kind of um, pushing against the snow, aren't you? I guess, and then it kind of yeah, yeah, and you have to kind of climb up. I think when the first time you have to climb up is when your little uh, fox friend shows up to kind of distract him. Yeah, and then you kind of climb up the fox to get away. Yeah, the fox is like, um, a... and that's kind of where you build up this relationship with this fox. That's kind of a spirit, I guess. I think though the the environment plays an awful part uh, part as well with the heavy winds, and you have to, you know, jump at a certain time when the winds are, you know, going with you, and, and duck when the winds are against you, otherwise you'll fall down yeah. as well. So yeah. there was a lot of uh, environment aspects as well that that. And the narrator itself uh, was very good, very well done as well. It sort of added to the atmosphere, you know. Yeah, definitely from the beginning, it kind of, the narrator explains to you how Nuna's feeling, sort of, because you're not going to get a lot of that emotion otherwise. No. Yeah. 
because um, it is just a platform game. It's not long after that where the spirits are kind of revealed to you and you're jumping over some to get over some water. Yeah. Um, and they're just referred to as helpers. And it kind yeah. of, I guess it's playing on the Inuit culture of believing in spirits and things. Um, it's not uncommon for to hear stories of like people taking spirit walks and stuff where they'll go out into the wilderness and kind of find themselves. So there's a, definitely a sense that Nuna's taking that kind of journey on herself um and then that's i guess when you find you get back to her village eventually and it you see it completely wrecked and everybody's gone so a quiz a quest kind of becomes finding that the origin of where the they all are the origin yeah yeah, yeah but and then there's the man the manslayer yeah yeah so it's almost like a two type tier game then isn't it because you're on a quest but how what happens later on in the game at certain times is this manslayer starts appearing you and starts chasing you. So it almost feels like he's always in the presence behind you, isn't it? It's, yeah. So it's almost like you're pushing forward in a separate quest. And I forgot about the main quest. As you, mm-hmm. So once you get towards the end of the game and you eventually, spoiler, defeat the manslayer, I forgot, oh, that was it. When I realised, oh, it's not. The main quest wasn't the manslayer. It was the um, finding out where the blizzard comes from. Yeah, it's almost kind of like uh, one of these, it's not all just about the destination, it's also about the journey, yeah. kind of, um, and that she goes through, and I guess her journey is propelled by being chased by the Manslayer, Yeah, which is really cool. And then the videos, of course, about the Inuits adds another layer on top of the story yeah. as well, and, and they're very actually interesting. Like it's usually when you get a game like this, and you'll see a video, you'll just try and skip through it or whatever. But you actually wanted to to get to the next video to to understand the the origins and the you know the way of life. Um, so that in that respect, it was done very well, and the videos were really interesting and you know very insightful. And it's surprising that a lot of, you know, other games don't try that, you know. It hasn't, there isn't really that many games. I don't think there's any games really that have tried that that, to that success, you know. Mm. It certainly made it an interesting, more interesting. Yeah, um, they're definitely different because they're like presented in like a documentary style. It's definitely like, they don't really propel the story, but they provide like flavour and context to what's going on in the world. Mm. But then I think I'm speaking for a lot of people and a lot of us would probably say we're very ignorant to the way some of these people live. So then it's kind of got, it's kind of got this dual purpose. They kind of made a very good video game, but then also wanted to educate people about their lifestyle Mm. through this medium. So it's pretty clever. Like I didn't know that coming. I wasn't a hundred percent sure on that coming into it. I just thought it was a story that was going to educate me through the game. Mm. Yeah. But then to have that extra piece was really interesting. But I think the videos also add to the story because when you come up against certain characters or certain situations in the story, the video explains the background of that particular part of yeah, the story yeah, as well. Right. So, yeah. so um, it's all coming back to me now. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> so did you watch them at the time they were on? You know, when you unlock them? Uh, I did. Yeah, because you, could have, you, have, you yeah. had an option, yeah. didn't you? You could have a watch them there and then or you could see, leave them to the end. Yeah, I think I watched them while the story was progressing, and then I, I'm sure I, I, you know, there were certain ones I don't think I unlocked, so I went back to unlock them. You had, to, I think, sometimes, I think there was one or two I didn't unlock now, if I remember correctly. Um, so I went back to try and unlock them, and then, 
Um, yeah, it was, it was very well done now. Um, you know, and the fact that, as you said, Adam, that this was from, you know, the people themselves made this game, so there was no, um, you know, men in pinstripe suits wanting deadlines and stuff like that. You know, there was not none of that pressure. Um, no. You know. It was quite historical as well, wasn't it? I mean, really interesting some of the stuff it had to do. And then some of the real-life tales when that guy, um, a level where you're going on the ice floors, and mm. they were talking about he was with his dad and his brother, and they were, he was he was wondering what to do, and the cell phone died, and yeah, yeah, that his dad, his dad had, had that moment of choice where he could have jumped and left him, but it didn't. Yeah, and he actually went through that. Yeah, yeah. How did you find the the mechanics of the game, uh, the jumping aspect, and the you know the the actual controls and all that? Did you find them very smooth? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's nothing. It's not one of those where I ever found anything frustrating, and like using the uh, fox was kind of easy. I didn't find it ever because it's obviously you always worry when it's something that's designed that can be done in co-op. You kind of worry that they may mess it up when it comes to you doing it on your own. Yeah, I might oversimplify, but I kind of didn't have any worries about how you controlled it. It all seemed to be pretty smooth. Yeah, um, like you would use it to push blocks and stuff and climb up things. Clever. I think in um, later levels, when it's a lot more jumping and quite specific jumping, um, I thought maybe it was a bit loose at certain times. But I did think the way they balanced it out, at times you did feel at certain levels when you've been when you've been chased, you thought maybe this would be a lot easier if it was two of you. Yeah. Especially the bear when you when you come up against the bear the first time and yeah, you know you have to make him break down you know the ice spoilers yeah. and uh but that, <laughs> that, for me i found that a bit tricky now because the, the fox had to go up around over him and come back down and then yeah. had to jump back up so that bit was a bit frustrating but it, it wasn't something i couldn't get around you know it just took a bit longer probably because i'm old maybe, <laughs> I don't know. but uh, that that was a bit frustrating a bit there for me but uh, apart from that i found it very very well done like yeah, it was. I think it was when you've been chased, I think it was one level, particularly when you've been chased by the Manslayer as well, and you had to get your, your bowler out. Um, yeah. yeah, I was just going to talk about that, yeah. Yeah, and um, you had to break the ice, so you kept having to stop and start, and you had to just kept swapping around. It was just little things like that. They got the balance right. It was just edging towards frustration rather than really difficult. But it was like... yeah. That took a bit of getting used to the bowler, too, mm. you know. Oh, yeah, I am not yeah. sure about that. I didn't like it too much. Yeah. It's a weird mechanic to get the momentum kind mm. of right. Almost reminded me of the eggs in, uh, like, Yoshi's Island, but more finicky almost. Yeah. Um, but I think that might have been by design as well. Because if you think, I guess we should explain what a bowler is. It's kind of a, I guess, a throwing weapon made up of weights with, like, three String. strings like interconnected and tangled over each other would normally be used to uh they'd throw at animals i guess to wrap up the wrap around their legs and capture them yeah um but in yeah. this you also use it to like break ice down and it's in nuna's village you use it to break down some ice to escape from the man mm. um so i wonder if it's by design this trying to because i can't imagine being able to throw something like that accurately as easy if we were to all be given one today, it'd be, going, be pinging all over the place. No. Like. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd choke myself. I'd probably wrap it around my neck. 
<laughs> yeah, Adam's going to send me one of them in the post now, aren't you, Adam? <laughs> yeah, that's our next some extra content is training Colm how to use a boulder. When's your birthday, Colm? <laughs> Fake so, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so I guess after escaping the village, um, you the next part section is called Ice Flows. Yeah. Yes, Ice Flows, um, yeah. So you kind of this is where you are like out at sea basically on a break of floating on an iceberg kind of yeah. and uh, some spirit fish kind of come and help you. Yeah. So this is a little bit frustrating because you're kind of in some weird sort of maze bit a little bit in this. Yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah, where the where the ice comes up and you have to run at the right time, otherwise you get squashed as well. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, polar bear makes a reappearance. Yeah. This is the one where you're kind of doing the platform above and you're kind of below trying to distract him. Yeah. Whilst old Foxy goes up and has a little attack. The art style throughout was 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 beautiful as well. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful game. This showed kind of a bit more of the interior areas almost because it was like caves and stuff. Yeah. Um, and well, it was a bit grim. Considering there's not much colour in it, you know, it still looked like storybook sort of animation mm. sort of graphics you know it, mm. I think it it really did it very well like you know mm. yeah I mean agreed. the harsh it did, did showcase the harsh physical environment what these people live in didn't it yeah. it was like I mean it was quite bleak but beautiful in in many ways yeah and I love the fact that um, the little graphical touches so on the screen it looked like um, you know like like a windscreen at times because the graphic would the create the, the shot of a blizzard would almost hit the screen and then disappear like you were watching it from a window because it was almost like mm-hmm. you were watching it but did like it wasn't a full screen game was it it was doing like a, almost like an iris an eye view type of thing so like yeah the guy's telling the story you're almost seeing it through his eyes as the story plays out so that was really well done and the fact that it is an actual folklore story as well, like it, it wasn't something they made up, you know. No. So it, yeah. it, it's it's part of their heritage, their you know their the culture, yeah. culture, you know. So, uh-huh. um, so that worked as well. Like mm. one of the little touches. I mean, going back a couple of levels to the village, and the village her villages on fire and the monsters thing. There were little things where you wouldn't normally get. Was like. She'd look in the background at the at the houses burning, so she, the Nuna would turn the head away from you towards the background, yeah. and just little touches like that made it really quite personal, quite in depth. That she noticed these things, and I just don't know, it added flavour to the whole experience. Because normally, what you get in sort of side platformers is just for the person who just face forward, but they made it like you no, know, she's noticing these things and she's looking around her. As much as we could. Yeah, it's like the background wasn't just there for show; it was also part of the the story. You know, it, you know, with side scrollers, it's just the background. You don't, you know, it doesn't really show up as part of the game, but it it served as as a backstory as well as you know as a background for the story as well. Yeah, just to educate people. Mm, kind of. yeah. yeah, because on paper, yeah. in, on paper, you'd say, "Ah, couldn't be bothered with that," you know. But it was the whole way they'd done it, you know, and, and yeah. made it so interesting that even, like, people like myself and, you know, people living in, in countries that would never 
have any hear of any you know stories like from other countries like that especially like you know Inuits and all that you know it's not very well mm-hmm. it's not very well publicized and it's not very well known so it certainly no. it certainly came across and did what it was supposed to do and educate us in their in their ways you know yeah, yeah. it's so far removed from yeah well uh, the lifestyle our, we have yeah yeah our the lifestyle yeah that's a good way of putting it actually yeah, yeah. they couldn't be further from how we live yeah. I mean, we get we get three inches of snow and the whole country stops. You know? these, <laughs> these, these people are living in 30 feet of ice all the time yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah. and it's just, they yeah. just get on with it, like, you know. Yeah. Even, like, here we have a lot of snow and it's yeah. still, like, the... We have the advantage of machinery to yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. Um, they don't have that advantage. Like, they're out working yeah. to kind of get by. It's quite sad that they're complaining about the lack of snow now, right? the lack of snow, lack of ice. They were saying it's only yeah. 18 inches thick now. And you're like, what the hell? If it was 18 well, inches yeah. on my windscreen, they'd be like, we're going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's going on that. here? Yeah, yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> Nuna is proud of the fact that she gets out of the caves, I guess. And then yes. uh, this is where she's... You start in water, I guess. Um, there's a, this is where more spirits help you to get up out of the area. Yeah. It's called the whale spirit level, isn't it? It's where you, whale spirit, yeah, yeah. You're like almost inside a whale, and um, so, yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't apparent at the start where which way you go because you had to dive down and then yeah, and round know, or something. Uh, I was couldn't figure out was how how long she could stay underwater. I was going, oh, scrap, yeah, I'll just keep going, keep going down, <laughs> down, down until down. she drowned. <laughs> <laughs> this is one where you kind yeah. of use the fox a lot to yeah. guide the spirits around to where you want to mm. be. So it kind of adds another layer. Most of the times when you've been using the spirits before, it's just Nuna jumping on yeah. them. Yeah. But I guess on this level, there was lots of gaps that Nuna can't fit through. So it was a case of getting the spirits around to where she could fit, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And the fox, the fox really, this was the fox's level as such. Up, yeah. to, the, up to that point, you were only using the spock, the fox, the spocks, fox sparingly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like you're using le- the fox this, for the odd bit. Yeah, this yeah. level, he came into his own, like, and you, you got to use him a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was a, still a bit annoying when sometimes you didn't bring the fox over or something, and you'd move the fox away, and the spirit would disappear. Like, Ugh. oh yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes. this is the one where there was the spirits that you kind of had to use the fox to get them to like stay on the walls, didn't you? Yeah, and then you were climbing up the walls, kind of moving him so that they moved yeah. up the walls yeah. whilst Nuna was kind of on them. Yeah. yeah, I remember them being frustrated. There was a couple where you were jumping off one spirit and then trying to get onto yeah. the wall where yeah. you placed the other spirits. Yeah, so that could be frustrating. Yeah. Again, that might be something... Well, saying that, I was going to say, it might be something made easier by two people, but that's only the case if you're effectively communicating. Mm. <laughs> if one of you's just not listening and keeps moving, it could be just as frustrating. Yeah. yeah At least if you're would, doing yeah. it. It'd be more frustrating yeah. if you weren't listening yeah. to each other. <laughs> it could lead to fights. <laughs> like you've only got yourself to blame, yeah. kind of. Or as frust- I guess it is tricky. It's almost like rubbing your stomach and patting your head at the same time a little bit. Mm. But yeah. it still worked as they intended it to. Yeah, um, as long as you remembered that, you you were learning as you. Were, well, it was good about you felt there was a game going on. You always felt you were learning. Yeah. What I found quite a lot of deaths were just down to simple errors or getting up when the wind. Yeah. Jumping when the wind said I shouldn't be jumping, so I'd be jumping and it just yeah. slammed me back into the 
interview of C or something and be like, yeah, it didn't come. It was just little things like that. Like if you learn what was going on, yeah, you were you only died a couple of times, but you eventually got to grips with it, get a grasp, yeah. And like you're only really yourself to blame because it does a pretty good job of like teaching you those rules. Yeah. And if you're not paying, if you like you said with the wind, if you're going to jump when the wind's blowing, you've got yourself to blame because yeah. from the very beginning it taught you plant yourself when the rain uh, the wind's coming jump yeah. when it's not or run and jump whatever um same with the spirit things really it teaches you the rules pretty early on when you're jumping and they're following you so you kind of should be learning from there almost well i did enjoy when the wind you just leave her standing and she get blown back <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it was a funny animation that's it's got yeah. good animation things yeah. like that highlight how good the animation is and the, uh, fox, so yeah. the fox climbing was, you know, scratching against the ice and then you'd have to jump. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially when he climbed one part of the wall and then you'd have to jump over the next part onto the next part. It was all about just timing, really. That's all yeah. it was, you know. The fox has really cool animations during that stuff, the way he, like, scampers and... Yeah, yeah. Um, they did a good job of... It's the second best fox in video games after Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take before we'd mentioned we'd mentioned that Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did That's not bad. Well, That's not bad. <laughs> I think one of the things that cemented the relationship was well, when one of them died, the fox would yelp, wouldn't it? It would. Um, so if Nuna died, this fox would go in its heart just lay its head down on the ground and yell. Yeah, yeah. And then if the fox died, Nunu would just go down on her knees in, like, despair. It was just little touches like that that just sort of enhanced that relationship between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, And definitely. as that's going on, it's sort of, like, making you more connected with the play- with the characters themselves. It just proves that you don't need voice to, to, to tell a story as well. I know you had the narrator, but, um, you know... The- the whole aspect they didn't speak and yet mm-hmm. they told the story very well as well and there was a connection as you said you, know? um, you did feel a connection there so yeah next up then so you come out of the uh, of that area and you end up at the coastal village um, this is where there's this is another example of kind of using the colour quite well because it makes all the wood it's a lot of wooden structures and it kind of is even mm. more grey tone than some of the yeah. other areas yeah. have been Quite dark um, as well, yeah. Yeah, like, it's very dark. Uh, the colours like all very desaturated. Mm. Like you, the wood's not like brown and no. yeah, it's grey with yeah. colour kind mm. of. It's grey. But the but the, um, the sky in the background here, the, the the light, the slight lighting effect from the aurora, mm. aurora as well, yeah. adds a little yeah, yeah, bit of tone to it as well. You know, yeah, this is. Yeah. I'm, com- I'm coming from the ice, which was quite bright. Uh, this is yeah. quite yeah. dark as well as you said yeah, yeah. It, um, it kind of builds on the mechanics a little bit so in the last one you're using the fox to kind of make things possible this is kind of where you have to use things in tandem a little bit more yeah. um, so there's some platforms that you kind of have to make the fox collapse there's a like hanging wooden platform yeah. that you kind of have to get that's right. Jim. Kind of have to yeah. balance out. I think Nuna's like, isn't she pushing a block yeah. that moves the crate along? And you're on, like, she's at the top of the screen and the fox is at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of work your way across together. Um, pretty like yeah. standard thing for like a two player game like this. Um, yeah. 
then you get the green beings flying through the air yes. too. So yeah, that's the sky a, a babies. Time and basically, yeah. So the <laughs> the so what are they supposed to be? Oh, well, no. I, did they, I well, forget. Isn't the Northern Lights meant to be springs yeah. of dead children? Oh, okay. Pretty green think stuff. It, yeah, I, f- I think it is spirits of dead children. I know it's spirits of children, but I think it's spirits of dead children. And they said that if they were, were always warned that if you went out um, or raised your head when these spirit when the Northern Lights were out, you were going to get um, taken by the spirits. Or if you've got your, if you haven't got your hood up, that was it. Okay, if you haven't got your hood up, you were going to get taken. And yeah, it's a bit annoying because if you were as you're going through this level and if the spirits get you, 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 you get taken, you get killed with either Fox or Nuna. Yeah, yeah, and both of them yeah. can't survive, kind of. So, yeah, it's it's to do with that tale of um, how we see dead babies and dead children. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you kind of get through that area. And it's then, a very um, windy area as well, isn't it? That's a very... Cause it, yes, yeah. the wind's back yeah. with full force. Mm. Uh, which kind of adds to the peril, um, aside from the spirits, like you've got all these like rickety wood structures. Mm. Um, some of them do like collapse, kind of like scripted. Yeah. Um, which kind of it makes it's all part of it's all building up this story, like this struggle of this journey yeah. against the elements, kind of, and it shows you like even how kind of shows the fragility of um, like man-made structures. Mm. They don't matter one bit against these elements, um, but Nuna does manage to get through. Sorry, I think it's the vulnerable, the vulnerability of the the characters as well, because you know it's a little girl and a fox, and you know how they can get through all this hardship, and you know, f- you know, it doesn't look like it. Your typical game, it's butch men with big guns. This is a, a little, you know, this is a little girl yeah. and a little fox and how vulnerable they are. And yet they can still manage to beat the elements and get through each level. Definitely. Yeah. I think I was just going to say, it was like, this is where you're going to chase by Manslayer a few times in these levels, isn't it? Yeah. Right, this. And it's yeah. sort of like the spoiler at the end of it. Yeah. So this is kind of where a fox dies, I guess, and then is like reborn as a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, Ugh. it's quite shocking. The fox yeah, I was too, and it's like, no. no. Yeah. And I thought they were going to do the thing where you kind of stripped back of your abilities mm. now that the fox is gone. And that's what I first thought was going to happen, but then as it turns out, the fox is kind of reborn as a spirit child and can basically go anywhere. Yeah. Where this comes in useful is like pulling down branches and stuff. So the next area is a forest. Mm. Um, and there's like frozen branches and stuff and the fox he's still called the fox I guess fox child yeah uh, can like I think he has a name I don't know but it's all connected with their belief that all animals everyone's equal and animals have yeah. a human side and I think one of them told the tale of um, how their dad or relatives saw a seal um, and because it was trapped and unable to get to the water it turned into a human it showed its human side so they believe all animals have hu- have human sides. I, I guess the foxes was a little boy. Yeah. Um, so this level again is one where the wind plays a massive part because you're trying to throw yourself off branches onto spirits, oh. um, some shape like birds and stuff. If you the wind's kind of barring both ways, I think. So there's times when you can yeah. use it to your advantage to like fling yourself across the map. There's other times where if you don't time it at all, you're just going to fall flat Ooh. and kind yeah, of die. Yeah. 
because um, you're like way up ab- I guess you're up above like at tree level kind of you don't see the ground for much of the level there's less air for margin as well because the br- the branches are so you know they're not very wide like they're not very Ooh, long yeah. as well so yeah I think I might have died mm. a few times on this yeah. level already. Right, I definitely yeah. did mm. <laughs> I think it's the most frustrating level yeah I yeah, think it was yeah. and there was a few times I but then again it's kind of building up to it yeah like You'd mastered a lot of the skills by now. Um, it kind of shown you how to use the two together, and then it added an extra layer with the fox being able to manipulate things. Mm. See, uh, I didn't like the child. I the child. Oh. I, I, as soon as the fox dies, I'm like, oh, what are we going to do now? Are we going to bring it back to life or what? Yeah. And- I feel like they missed a chance to have a level where you're on your own. And yeah, kind of games yeah. do this, don't they? Where they find, they'll present you with solutions that you're like, well, I'm screwed. There's only one yeah. of me now. But then it turns out there is another way to do it. Um, so maybe like a little bit of time with you struggling through some kind of sections mm. where it looked like you couldn't solve it, but you could, but it was kind of hard work. Um, like perhaps something timing based or something, and then bring the child back. But it's a bit weird how. He's like instantly comes back. He's instantly powerful, mm. and you instantly like whip him through this forest. Yeah. I just found the control system of him was very annoying. Yeah, because he's kind of weird and floaty. Yeah. yeah, it was very floaty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cause considering you had the fox, which was you know on the ground all the mm. time, and all of a sudden then you're able to float around and fly here, there, and everywhere. It was. It, it just. It sort of upset the apple cart as they said um, yeah and c- coupled with the level itself that's why I thought it was the most frustrating mm-hmm. so there's a few times when they drown but you'd be on a tree you couldn't get up to a higher level no matter how hard you jumped and the tree would just do a walk into the water and just drown you you'd be like oh. and you'd have this little fox boy flying around and he wouldn't do anything <laughs> yeah yeah wasted yeah. <laughs> even the animation of him for him dying or when Luna died he didn't do much he just went mm. <laughs> he lost that character he was just like I get what you mean yeah it was just such a powerful friend the fox being and then and they did a good job of characterising him as we've kind of said yeah. and then perhaps to put him in human vo- form kind of lost all that characterisation he looked like a um, of Donnie Dark or like a giant bunny didn't he <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, that's really. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whichever. Why just do um, the fox as a fox in spirit form? If you're going to do a spirit form, but instead of a boy, it looks like he's got peak pajamas on. Yeah, like a onesie. Yeah, he's got a onesie. It's <laughs> got a fox <laughs> Arctic fox onesie on. <laughs> I think they sell them at Primark, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> uh, the next level is uh, the Forest Lake, which is kind of more of the same, yeah. actually. But then I guess the key part is the battle at the end with the man. Yeah. This battle is where he's throwing fireballs, right? Yes, yes. Yours. Very annoying. Um, like the branches are falling off. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're kind of using your bowler to hit the broken branches or something? Yeah, and you're using the fox spirit onesie boy to um, dodge... <laughs> Use his yeah. powers to the fire. Do. The fireballs had to hit the tree or something, didn't they? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, three times. What is it with three times? Everything has to be three times. It's Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all Mario's fault. <laughs> so then he falls out, and then you go to the next level, which is called Tundra Meadow, mm. which starts off with like some more icy levels. But again, 
These aren't as hard as the previous yeah. ones um, because because the fox can float. You can kind of just float him into position and then leave him there. Yeah. Jump onto the wall climbing spirits and then kind of get him, move him up and down so that the spirits move up and down mm. with you. So I didn't actually find this bit as frustrating. Um, so you're kind of climbing up some grooved walls and then using the spirit onesie boy to bring down the spirits. And then you get out of the icy tundra, I guess. Um, and then you're back in the forest again. Yeah, like the forest chase. Mm. But you you meet the... Do, is it at the end of this level? You meet the Iceman? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. You're right. That's caused the, caused the blizzard, of course. Yeah. You, you get a lot of this blizzard thing going on this level. Yeah, that's as you're coming out yeah. of the tundra, isn't yeah. it? Um, and you climb up that blue ice, don't you? Yeah, you climb up his body. It's sort of like a bit that's of a shadow yeah. of Colossus type of... Yeah, and it's just a big man who's like shoveling snow, kind of, that's caused the blizzard to start yeah. with. Yeah. At this stage, I thought it was the game was over. Like when you, def- yeah. you know, I I thought this was it. Like it's finished now. I got to the source of the storm, but it wasn't to be. And I'm assuming that's kind. Of, that is possibly one of. I'm assuming this Iceman's a real thing in the story. I forget. Like in their history, like back in the day, yeah. they would have thought perhaps that blizzards were caused by a giant man. Yeah. Um, a bit like how people we have things about. Uh, different gods causing different things, kind of in, in other cultures. It's not too dissimilar to that. Yeah, yeah. He was, no- was knocking the ice out of the wall, and then scooping it up and shoveling, it, and that caused the blizzard. That's what was causing the blizzard. So she decides to nick his ice pick. It's not a pick; it's an ice axe for some reason. So this giant man's got a giant ice axe, and this little girl decides to. I'm going to steal that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're back in the forest again. This time. You're moving branches again, but you're getting chased is the difference. Getting chased by the Iceman. You're getting chased by the giant. So you almost go through all the levels again because you come through... Going backwards, yeah. The Northern Lights bits, everything. um, The little spirits in the lake. The polar bear appears again, wants to chase after you. Takes one look at the giant man and turns tail as well. Uh, And you keep running and keep running. You get to your village, don't you? And then eventually you kind of get to the end. You get back to your village and all's good and you and little fox onesie boy are like round a fire. Yeah, but it's a weird ending, isn't it? Because she breaks the axe and then he gives it back to him and he goes, oh, thank yeah. you very much. Wahahaha, starts singing a song and wanders off. She's broken your axe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get what you mean. Maybe he was happy that he oh. broke the axe so he wouldn't have to do any more work. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell my boss that's it. No more axe. (laughs) He was probably fed up making the ice anyway, so he probably went happy days. I can retire now, so yeah. I'm out of here. Um, Oh, I guess we should say the end bit of the story goes back to those same type type of uh, cutscenes from the beginning, like the drawings. And then that's when Nuna breaks the axe on the rock. And then, yeah, he wanders off. Cheers. I don't know, maybe it's meant to be something. You know, like how Game of Thrones is like, winter is coming. Maybe it's something weird like that. The guy's like, like, oh, okay, so that's the end of the blizzard time. I'll go off and do something else kind of. And then does it kind of just end with spirit? Does it kind of just end with onesie boy and her? Does it actually end with them around the fireplace, kind of reminiscing on the adventure? Yeah, I mean, I think the village is going to come back. I think the village is being saved. And then Fox Boy 
floats up into the sky. Something. It's it's very unclear. It's yeah, it's ambiguous. Yeah, as much as uh, these indigenous people believe in these spirits, I think they probably are also accepting of the fact that some of us might not. Mm. So they kind of leave it ambiguous for you to kind of decide what you believe mm. in. Like it could have been maybe she just took the journey on her own, but they want to still portray their story. So there may be the acceptance that the fox kind of goes, moves on. There's an acceptance of yeah. the story kind of moving on, and now she has to do the rest on her own. As, as something you said there earlier, Adam, about, you know, wouldn't have minded having her, her own levels, but I think they because they portrayed this as a co-op game, I think that's the reason why they just uh, didn't do that, kind of, maybe, you know? Yeah, they, kind of had to, otherwise yeah. one player would have been twiddling their mm, thumbs. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that's the reason why they never... Could have controlled a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Extra morbid there. (laughs) Just pressing the button to like howl or something. (laughs) Trying to howl. Nope. It's not working yet. We should do a crowdfunder, Andy, for your for your game. (laughs) (laughs) With dead simulator. Foxes never die. (laughs) Dead simulator, yeah. Excellent. So there is some DLC, uh, Never Alone's Fox's Tale. I don't believe any of us. Uh, played this? No, no. no. I will pick it up. So this tells another story, I guess. Yeah, it's another bit and another one of their tales, isn't it? Um, it's again about a fox, and a, I think it's Nuna still. Um, I don't know how long this was. I don't think it was very long. I think it was only no, an hour. No, I think it was only hour. an hour or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. it um, wasn't. It wasn't a, like a, a full game, re, you know, a new game or anything like that. It was just an, an extra chapter type of thing. Yeah, I'm just looking on the Steam page. So it says, take to the seas, climb above your a seal skin canoe and take to the waters of the coast, rivers and lakes of northwest Alaska. Uh, seek the help of spirits and your companion. Deliver spirit helpers who can change the course of currents at your command. Switch between Nuna and the Fox. And then it also invites you to explore the culture again. And it includes five new unlockable cultural insight videos and the storyteller whose tale of the two coastal brothers inspired the game. Um, So you can pick that up relatively cheap on a a couple of pounds on Steam as an add-on. It's probably similar prices. I know they've bundled it together as well on some of the consoles. Yeah. Uh, It looks like more of the same um, if you're into it. And then it's quite interesting that it has more of the... Put even jammed even more of those documentaries in today, even though it's a short, cheap mm. game. So is it um, proper fox, not the onesie bite? It looks like uh, it. It looks yeah. like the fox. I'm just looking at some pictures. Yep, you're sat in it. Oh, it looks quite cute sat in the canoe. <laughs> 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 it's, like look, it's like looking around and stuff. Yeah, it's the fox. So awesome. maybe it's just a retelling of a different story awesome. or something. Um, but yeah, it looks interesting. Mm. So. Worth trying out, even though none of us did. Yeah. I will, I will um, so do eventually when it goes down in price. Yeah, yeah. It's why I even think I might have it. I think the bundle I got had mm. it. I just never went back to it. I think it was fairly. I mean, when it came out, I think it was fifteen euro or something like that, which was yeah, which was still good value for what you got. I think you know. I think a lot of us picked it up later on sales and so forth. Mm. So yeah. So just to go to Twitter, we didn't get much in the way of response. Yeah. But uh, our good friend Kev said his thoughts are too dark to broadcast about this game. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what he meant by then. And he also did ask us whether any of us got the platinum. Um, and he sent us a quick screenshot of his. He managed to get 61% of the achievements. Um, 
or trophies even. I went and looked, I got around the same as well in achievements wise. It's like I was at like something like 600 out of the thousand. I missed two videos. So you missed two videos. I missed a couple of them because I remember watching them on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, I thought because the videos are such a good thing, they would be put on really the path that you'd follow because every time you pass an owl, you would unlock one. However, I think they put these two videos on some of the hardest levels, I think it was. But, yeah. but they made it like you had to go off a beaten track. And I was just like, I ain't got time to go off a beaten track. I'm getting chased or I'm getting, I have to jump here <laughs> yeah. or left or right. And it was just like, oh, I missed two videos. I, want, I need to see these two videos. Now, yeah, and some of, some of it was too, like you said, it was too tricky. Like I feel like they did such a good job of you like struggling through the levels and feeling like you were surviving. It kind of didn't make you think about going off the beaten path. No. You were kind of like, no, I need to stick this course, like, otherwise I'm going to die, yeah. kind of thing. Um, almost like you role played it and got into the role. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. But then I went back and watched them on YouTube, <laughs> the ones I missed. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to. I might go back one day. But yeah, I think you can go level select. They do have a level select one. Yeah. So, yeah. it'd be quite easy just to which ones you've missed and just think. But it's just so annoying when you're like, everything else has been unlocked, or most of them are unlocked quite easily. Because they are important to the game. And it's not as if, like, some games have got these treasures that you have to go off, like, off a, off a beaten track to find them and you come back onto, your, you know, like, a bit like Uncharted, you have to go down a da- an alleyway or something like that. These are quite integral. So I just thought she just left it just as a person unlocks it as, as they go along. Yeah, agreed. So that concludes our little uh, voyage into the world of yeah. Never Alone. Do we really have any little... Parting thoughts you wanted to talk about? What you thought? Final thoughts on the game? Whether you'd recommend it to people? Whether you think it's a good game for a lapsed gamer as well? Yeah, perhaps. Definitely. Yeah. It's it's not too long. It's not as I said. Apart from the, you know, the bits where we died a few times. But it's not an impossible game. So yes, most definitely, I would recommend it to a lapsed gamer. And it's always on sale. You know. So yeah, definitely definitely worth recommending pretty good checkpointing as well from what i yeah, remember yeah. um like i'm always one for like a longer game can definitely work for a lapsed gamer as long as there's good checkpointing you can save and this can be kind of the same because as short as it is if you were doing a whole huge chunk of the leveling and you died and it took you straight back as somebody that perhaps doesn't have Ooh. as much time or sometimes like you're lapsed because you can't be bothered too much with the annoying bits of games mm. and this isn't a game that does that i feel like it's pretty good like check it's almost like the checkpoints are broken down nearly almost always by each puzzle kind of so once you clear one area yeah you kind of move you straight mm. on to the next there's a few little exceptions where it's longer but in general it does a good job of divvying it up well andy i always felt because I played it on Saturday and I remember playing it for about an hour and a half and I was like, I'm on chapter five already. How did that happen? Because the first sort <laughs> of levels are quite straightforward. Yeah. Not easy, but they are quite easy as you play through. There's nothing really challenging. And it's almost seemed like, I don't know if the director, the producer or whatever went, oh, better make it more challenging than other people walk through because seven, eight and nine are like seven, eight nine particularly hard you like uh-huh, yeah so it's like almost up in but it is ideal for a lapsed gamer because you you're just playing it you enjoy the environment the graphics are beautiful it does put you into that world and immerse you yeah. into it um watch the videos as you go along don't 
just go, oh, it's a video, I'll believe it to the end because the videos do add depth. But yeah, I highly recommend it for a lapsed gamer. Beautiful relationship. Even though they don't say anything, that relationship is built over those first four chapters as such when it's immense. And you do feel like when the fox does die, you think, oh. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommended. You know, pick it up. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, you just touched on something. I was kind of thinking about how, like, you definitely should watch those uh, movies. I kind of think, like, a lot of people, like, you think what people want out of games sometimes. And mm. if people want a immersive narrative and, like, they've got a couple of hours to spend, they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. I think that the story this delivers is just as worthwhile a couple of hours spent as any movie. Yeah, so, yeah definitely recommended. Uh, so with that, guys, it's time to say farewell. So thanks for joining me, Andy. And Colm, thank you very much for coming along to these icy parts. It's been nice to have you on again. Thank you for having me. No worries. You can take my onesie off now, Colm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get my home help to take it off. The zip, the zip is stuck here at the moment, sorry. Carlos, Carlos, come here. Sorry. No worries. Um, so without further ado, thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you next thanks time. Bye. See ya. Toodle pips. Right. I, I think I clapped it. Yeah. Okay. We gotta clap. We gotta clap. We're gonna, we're gonna go again. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! Colin, you're about on. five seconds after me. I I can only move so fast, man. My reaction times are five seconds slower. Jesus, I'm fifty next month. For God's sakes, lads, give the brand a okay. break, will you? Put your hands okay. so they're very close to each other. <laughs> but then you won't hear me clap. And then clap. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. okay. One. Ready. Two. Three. Clap. <laughs> that sounded. That was bad. How many claps do you want? It's fine. One. One. One or two. One. One. Okay. One clap. Okay. We right. go again. One more time. Okay.